Is the housing market becoming a big bubble? That's a key question that quite a few people are asking at the moment. Yes, COVID's had adverse effects on businesses one way or another. It's also created a lot of fantastic opportunities. If you listen to episode 126 with Scott Marshall of Roma Finance, he mentioned that the volatility in the market at the moment is always going to create opportunities. And that is very, very true. Yes, depending on your perspective, COVID, very bad. You know, many people have many people have died, you know, many people are affected, countries are in recessions, etc. 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 Not good. Other people are looking at it going, well, actually, well, let's look at the benefits. Uh, people have started to use a lot more technology. So if you invested in tech stocks or whatever, that might have been a benefit. There also might have been, you know, time to during lockdowns to take time to look at your business, look at your life, look at how everything's going and make some make some changes uh, to become better. So all of this is is how you want to look at it. But what many people are looking at now is what's going to happen in six to 12 months? And that's a difficult question. There's a lot of hypothesis behind that. The purpose of this quick episode today is just to give you my opinion on what I think we can expect moving forwards. So is the housing market becoming uh, a bubble? Well, yes, is the answer to that. The government or civil servants, whether they've unwittingly done it or they've unknowingly done it, the minute they announced these stamp duty changes, what that has allowed is this, during lockdown, there's this pent up demand. What that has allowed is, is that demand just to go boom. You know, everyone's, yeah, you know, if you're bottling something up and, you know, it keeps building and keeps building and keeps building, the minute you get that release, it's fantastic. So the minute the government have announced stamp duty changes, you know, it's, it's had a, a major effect on the economy. People are buying more, people are attempting to buy more because, you know, you know, they're getting a discount on the, on the stamp duty. This is in some areas, depending on, on what you're doing, it's created bidding wars. Uh, you know, that in itself, you've seen reports recently about uh, house prices being at their highest ever, you know, valuations. Now, whether the government planned this, I don't know, but whether they expected the uh, reaction to the changes in stamp duty, I don't know. Um, they might claim that they did, but I honestly don't know. But all that's created is a very active market, which is fine. Okay. But let's look at what's happening on a bigger scale. Uh, a lot of QE, quantitative easing, has been happening. There's a lot of liquidity in the market. Now, in my opinion, that's creating an artificial market. You know, we, you get all these you know, reports about you know, stocks going up, stocks going down, and everyone's selling, and you know, people are buying more gold and silver, people are buying, you know, what to buy more property, they want to sort of, you know, their co-op, their hard-earned cash, they want to put into something that's not a stock market, something that's got a bit more security. But inevitably, bubbles burst. So the market, I think, is quite artificial at the moment. Yes, there's a lot of liquidity out there. There's a lot of quantitative easing. But with the fact that there's a lot of that and the fact the interest rates are you know, 0.1%, the lowest since the Bank of England was incorporated in 1694, it's a hell of a lot of pressure. And it's all about psychology. You've got to keep the confidence in the market. You've got to keep the confidence in the people. And this can create... Uh, many challenges as well. You know, we've seen that happen before. So moving forwards, if 
the, if the market's artificial and there's a lot of QE and there's a lot of liquidity, um, house prices are going up and up and up and up and up, but everything is, or most things are going down, 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 down. You know, more people out of work, uh, more people doing X, Y, and Z. That, that, it doesn't necessarily create a positive correlation. And that's where almost the danger is. Another thing to consider that we haven't spoke about for a while, you've probably not thought about for a while, is a possible impact of Brexit. Again, very hypothetical. And again, you know, works in tandem to an extent with, with COVID. COVID's had a massive, you know, impact globally. But it's this little thing of Brexit that needs to be sorted as well. I wouldn't sort of envy being a politician at the moment, a lot on their plate, I imagine. So that can have an adverse effect as well. And this isn't about necessarily being all doom and gloom. You know, if you listen to previous episodes, you would know that my opinion is I do think we're going to have an absolute massive Armageddon at some point and you know, many, many things are going to collapse. It's not going to be pleasant. There's always positives. You know, there are always going to be things to look at. Um, for example, changes in development laws, changes in permitted development structures and plans and what you can do with buildings. In fact, you can, you know, build upwards now um, under permitted development. Okay, albeit there's more paperwork involved, as, you know, Neil Scroxton mentioned uh, back on a recent episode as well. You can't always have your cake and eat it. It's a bit, it is a bit of a challenge. So is it all doom and gloom? Well, no, it depends on what strategy you're doing as well. If you're sticking to a regular buy-to-let strategy, you know, there's always going to be deals out there. There's always going to be opportunities. People are going to be a lot more cautious. At the same time, what's happening in certain areas is that you know, prices going up and up and up and up and up. Bidding war, bidding war, bidding war, bidding war. You know, I've seen a few uh, you know, uh, people that we contact with uh, a sourcing property. They're finding it a bit more of a challenge sourcing because they're getting outbid by, you know, either foreign investors or, or local people. So I've seen that a lot of sourcing deals on your regular, you know, buy-to-lets have been a bit low. That's from the people I know. You might know something different. All of that being said, spinning back to this artificial market, let's spin this back to QE. If you are in a period of QE and there's a lot of liquidity in the market, well, the two ways to sort that out are inflation and or raising taxes. Now, at the moment, raising taxes, I'm not going to say it's not an option, it is always going to be an option, but think of the confidence effect that's going to have on a lot of people. I'm sure the Chancellor, you know, in his next budget is going to tweak a few things, uh, make a few subtle changes that, um, you know, are going to impact on a few people, to say the least. But let's look at it again, inflation or raising taxes. Well, raising taxes, uh, not necessarily a political winner, that one, but it could happen. Well, let's have a look at inflation. Inflation increases the cost of products and services anyway. So if there's inflation coming into the market, that will over time erode away the cost of the debt. So that's the other thing to do. That's the other reason, uh, the other mechanism that they have. They're, they're, a lot of governments around the world don't have other mechanisms. <clears throat> Challenges are, though, if you're raising inflation or have an inflationary market, that's going to push the prices up of things. But correlating that to housing, if the housing markets are really volatile, but there's going to be inflation to push up the prices, but more and more people are coming out of work. I mean, that's just red flags. That is just absolute 
red flags. If people are out of work and they're on high loan to value mortgages or they're not able to you know, um, remortgage, that is gonna create a lot of challenges for a lot of people, many, many challenges. Of course, all of that being said, there will be opportunities. So I don't wanna get this all as complete doom and gloom. In my opinion is there is gonna be a massive sort of case of Armageddon, everything's gonna go Pete Tong and it's, it's, it's not gonna be a pleasant thing at all. So because sort of sitting on my hands at the moment. But all that being said, there will be opportunities out there. So if you keep looking, you've got the right contacts, you've got the right people in your network, you know, there will be opportunities. But just to analyze it properly, understand what's going on uh, in on the grander scheme of things. Yeah, that is really, really important. Not many people look at that. So do look at that. Do look at the economics. Do understand. Try and understand you know, what is going on and what could potentially happen in six to 12 months time. Like I said at the start of the episode, is the housing market becoming a big bubble? I believe so. I believe it's going to go horribly wrong at some point. So, you know, my strategy, personally, uh, you know, our strategy that Aaron and I have, yeah, we've got a couple of deals that, you know, we're looking at that we hope will we'll pull off in due course and that'll keep us going, you know, for the next five, six, seven months. But after that, it's very, we're very low key. Doesn't mean that we're not gonna not look, but you know, we're gonna be low key. If you're out and about and you're still buying at the moment and then you're buying your buy to lets and so forth, congratulations, that's absolutely fine. Just make sure you're running your numbers, make sure you're not overpaying for things, make sure that you are just doing your homework, doing your due diligence and not basing things on emotion that you're doing it on a pragmatic level. In terms of periods of self-isolation and lockdowns, I do think there's going to be another lockdown moving forward. And yeah, the next episode, I'm going to be chatting about a, a right way to react to a period of self-isolation and lockdown. Again, very contrarian view you're going to get from myself. So you know, check around, uh, check out that uh, as well. So just be careful. Just be careful of the effect that the SDLT has had on the market. Just be careful of market volatility. Just be careful that although the housing market seems to be doing well uh, in terms of prices, you know, do bear in mind, think about the inflation, do think about people's personal circumstances, uh, you know, the potential for a lot of people to default on their mortgage payments because they haven't got work. Are we going to get a second wave? Possibly, you know, think about that. And again, you don't have to use that as an excuse not to do something. Please don't. Everyone's going to do their own thing. But do think of these things because it might help to, it might help or hinder your decision making moving forwards. I hope that you found that useful. So I believe there's going to be a big market, uh, a big market, sorry. I do believe that the housing market is becoming a bubble at the moment and it is something to be, is something to watch out for given the rest of the current economic circumstances.